Welcome to the Rural Wellness Podcast, a podcast to support, connect and empower those in rural and remote areas at be their healthiest self. We are back for 2021 and I am so excited to take this podcast to the next level. We have asked you guys what you wanted to hear and we are making sure that we cover all of those things. There are going to be more mini series, more episodes, and just so much knowledge from so many amazing, amazing, amazing people. These couple of episodes in January are really going to be about setting you up to have the best year yet. So I can't wait to jump into today's episode and share with you the amazing Julie Jones. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Rural Wellness Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different, um, but I thought kicking off the year, especially after the year that 2020 has been, I really wanted to help everyone start their year on the right foot in a really positive way and how we can set up the year to be a fantastic year, whatever's thrown at us. So I've got a good friend, um, Julie Jones, come on today, who I was first introduced at a conference. She is a productivity ninja, but recently we've been working together in a business mentoring sense, um, our group, and um, she has a wealth of knowledge and I really didn't realise how much um, knowledge she has and I just thought I needed to get her on and share some of this stuff. So today we're going to be talking about goal setting, vision boards and how we can start the year off with intention and on a really positive note. I'm sure Julie might have a little bit more to say um, about herself. So I'm really grateful for you jumping on today, Julie, to have a chat with me. Um, But Julie, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? What do you do? Where are you based? And yeah. Lovely. Hi, Hayley. Thank you so much for having me. It's really lovely to be here. Uh, Yeah. So um, how do I describe myself? Well, um, I am uh, currently, I'm a productivity ninja. I teach productivity training, mainly in the sort of corporate space, Um, but I'm based on the central coast of New South Wales. So kind of rural area too. So I kind of get some of your desire to bring sort of the, 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 tools and techniques that we kind of use in corporate into the rural space. Um, However, for me, what's happened, I guess, in my transition through life, um, I've spent most of my life in the corporate zone, um, in sort of corporate marketing and strategy roles. I I kind of realised how much we can get sort of sucked into that zone and be very, very um, high levels of stress when we're there. Um, And it's been really interesting in a transition for me um, to start teaching people about how to vision goals um, vision board your your dream future and set goals that you can achieve with flow so um, my new program i'm about to launch next year which you, you know about is is called ocean flow um, because of my connection to the ocean which i'll tell you about later um, but it's really about figuring out how to 
get stuff done without the push and the shove and the struggle that we often find ourselves in. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I guess we don't have to be hustling all the time. We can actually do things with ease and grace and flow. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and it's, it is challenging. It's something that we have to practice. So there's a lot of routines and rituals to help us make that stuff happen. Um, but I think the start place for me was um, a, a few years ago, I got quite sick. Um, and I, I, I realised it was due to kind of, um, I know a lot of your um, people in your network will identify with this, that kind of adrenal fatigue, the, the absolute burnout from just going so hard for so long. Um, and yeah, I, I actually got cancer twice. Um, and I realised the first time I kind of took this big lesson away, of, you know, got to live every moment and just keep going, keep going, keep going. And I realised that when I got cancer for the second time that, that was my lesson was about actually slowing down and looking at things differently rather than just keep doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. You know, that definition of insanity. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. That's so interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. And then now this is what sort of stemmed into following your passion of um, productivity. Yeah. And sharing your knowledge with others. Yeah. So helping people to do like to actually, I guess what I call it is, you know, you've heard the expression dream, then do. Um, mine is about dream, then do, but with flow. So doing it with ease and grace, as we've said, um, so that we can really, I guess, achieve our dream life right now, rather than kind of put it on hold and, and force ourselves to take those, you know, really big, heavy steps that seem like, you know, you're stuck in the mud and trying to get out of that and move forward with kind of momentum. So yeah, so my, my program, the things that I'm really passionate about that I'd love to share is a little bit more about how to do some vision boarding, how to actually set goals that feel really sticky and, and you would feel inspired to do them um, and to keep connected to them throughout the year and then how to sort of stay on track. So I don't know if we'll cover all of that today, but certainly the, the productivity side of things, the how to do it with ease and grace, we can do a whole session on that one, I think. Yes, totally, totally. So what started vision boarding and why for you and why is it important? Okay, so so for me, I guess my my um I guess big wake up calls with the the health issues was that I realized that I was I was focusing on everyone else. I was focusing on supporting and and guiding my kids, my family, making sure that all of my work colleagues were okay, but I was taking very little care of myself. Um, that self-care stuff was just always the last thing on the list. Um, and about four years ago, I, I came across vision boarding. I'd see, obviously seen people doing vision boarding, but I really wanted to understand how to create a vision board that would inspire me to stay on track, um, would be able to have sort of the key goals and dreams I had for that year right there front and centre and kept me connected to that on a daily basis. So I kind of did a bit of digging and looked at all the different processes and options for doing vision boarding and kind of came up with my own approach. And I found I had a couple of girlfriends that are also very much entrepreneurial doing their own businesses. And I got them to come over and we actually did our vision boards for the last couple of years together at the end of the year. So coming up to sort of that December timeframe, it was a really good excuse to get together with a couple of glasses of wine and just sit and dream and vision what our future could look like for the next 12 months. Um, and I found that that process helped me to really clarify, well, what, what is it I'm really going after? What is it I really want in my future? 
Um, and since then, I've come across other sort of builds on that process. But um, what I've created now is a vision board for three years down the track. I've got a process that kind of takes you to that dream future in three years. And then coming back to, okay, so what about for the next 12 months? What am I going to do towards that vision? How am I going to create that flow and energy to mean that I'm actually where I can, living that dream future right now, making it real so that it sticks and it actually feels like um, I'm almost already there. And you'll be amazed at how much you can achieve in 12 months. Um, it can be quite startling when you look towards the end of the year. I'm actually just reviewing my board at the moment and I'm setting up for a, a session with my girlfriends and also some other people uh, in December. Um, it's amazing how much of the stuff that was on my dream board is now coming true or is already done. And that can be really inspiring and, and motivating to, to set up for the next year. Yeah. And I think sometimes you don't realise your achievements and what you've achieved unless you do that review cycle. Exactly right. And that's so, so important. That's one of the big things in, I guess, um, some of the work that I do with productivity in the corporate space. It's all very much about just getting stuff done, doing stuff every day, every week, um, ticking off things from the list. Um, with kind of, I guess, a vision in, in mind of kind of what you want in your business life and your, your goals or KPIs that you've been set within your, your job, even if you're, you know, in a, a role that's not necessarily very corporate, but we tend to be very focused on setting goals around business. But we don't actually take often a very holistic approach to what is everything in my life um, that I'm really wanting to go after. What, what does it feel like to have a really beautiful life right now? Um, and that's where I'm really keen to explain to people and get them to vision board around a lot of key life areas. Because unless you have that holistic balance um, to every area of your life, you're going to find that one or the uh, one part of your life is going to fall in a hole whilst the other's going really well because we take our eye off that ball. So where do we start? How do we start with a vision board? <laughs> okay, so my, my um, advice would be to start with a blank piece of paper um, and if you guys have ever done any mind mapping, um, it's one of the techniques I absolutely love, um, is just to scribble on a piece of paper, maybe put yourself right in the centre, a, a, a sort of face of you right there. You can just draw a smiley face if you want to, but just start to mind map um, around key areas of your life, things that you kind of aspire to. So I'll give you a, for instance, um, there's, there's quite a few models around. If you, you can Google this or I could send you some information through that you could share with your listeners, very happy to do that, okay. is that key life areas, you know, we can have some goals and dreams around our business and career and maybe finances, um, but we can also have goals and dreams around things like our health and fitness, our family life, uh, love and romance, maybe our spiritual life, um, even things like our creative life or our social and friendship groups. Um, we might also have goals around things like fun and recreation. You know, what do we do in our spare time? And I'm a big one on this, you know, uh, Haley, how much I spend my time doing the things I love, um, which I can also talk about another time. Um, but also thinking about, you know, in the next 12 months, what adventures do I want? Where do I want to have some creativity in my life? Or what do I want to learn? What are the skills and things I'm going to develop? And we can also think about things like our contribution to our community. Where am I going to give back? Where am I going to make a difference? What is my purpose here? 
So being able to just mind map quite a few different areas of your life and just dream it, you know, don't, don't constrain yourself too much. We can get, get to that point when we start to create our sticky goals. Um, but it's really important to just first, I guess, let the creativity flow. Just have a look at what kind of things would you love to be in your life? And once we have that down on paper, we can start thinking about, okay, well, which of those areas are most important to me right now? So for the next 12 months, what am I going to focus on? And start to then work out what that looks like. And, and in setting up our vision board, collecting, and it, it, it's not something you can probably do in one day, for instance, I would suggest that you might set yourself a goal to create your vision board in a week's time. And in the lead up to that week, you're going to be looking for areas. So if you've done that mind map, you're going to be looking for, for images or words that kind of resonate with you and pull you into that sphere of going, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a really neaty one. That's one I'm really going to focus on. I'll give you a small example here. Um, last year, I had this vision of doing much more yoga and being very much more kind of fit and, and uh, flexible. And I decided I'd buy a yoga swing so I put, popped a picture of a yoga swing on my vision board and I bought the yoga swing very early on. I actually got it in January last year. And, you know, it's been hanging up downstairs and I haven't really done much with it yet. <laughs> so it's really important to be connected to those goals and make sure it's something that you really, really want um, and that you're going to go after. So um, there are many other areas on my vision board that I put up there that I have gone after. But COVID has kind of been an interesting year, hasn't it? It's kind of changed some of our priorities and the things that we really have been able to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. But I think too, we have to, like this could be around goal setting now as well, but we can put something on our vision board, but we actually, it's not just going to happen without us doing something as well. So we have to try and set some realistic and achievable goals to be able to achieve what we're doing. So that may be going to a yoga class once a week to learn how to use your swing, or it might be, um, you know, connecting with others, like making sure that you are booking in a meeting in a cafe rather than by, you know, via zoom or something like there's all these other things behind those pictures or those words that you put on your vision board that some will just happen just from, you know, coincidence, but others we need to put our, you know, mind to it and actually action as well. Absolutely right, Hayley. And I'm a very big fan of, of, of setting out clear goals. Um, and I have, I've developed a little model again, which kind of resonates a little better with me. And I, I'd love to share that with you now, because Absolutely. I know that for a lot of us in business, we're often told to use things like SMART goals. So yes. if you've heard of the acronym SMART, it's about, you know, it's got to be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-framed. Um, for me, yeah, I get it, but they feel so dry and they feel so business oriented, um, you know, that's specific and measurable and time framed. Mm -hmm. um, and also for me, the other thing that the SMART goals do, do is it talks about being attainable. Now, for me, when I'm setting goals, if it's an easy one, I just go do it. It's not really that much of a, a sort of a challenge. For me, um, setting goals that inspire me and really encourage me to live my best life is kind of what drives me. So I've actually, I mentioned it a couple of times, so I've developed a little acronym around what I call sticky goals. 
and sticky goals are much more around I guess setting yourself some some goal areas that you are going to love working on you're going to feel so inspired to do it that you you cannot possibly not complete these so it makes it easier for us to really connect with those goals and make them real. So sticky stands for, it's still specific. So we, we get quite detailed about what is it exactly that I'm going after. It's time-framed. So I say uh, it might not be that, you know, I'm going to deliver this by the beginning of the year or halfway through the year, but I'm going to have some milestones that I put into place. So I'm going to say, you know, say for instance, we'll take the yoga swing example, as you've just said, Hayley, you know, I'm going to buy a yoga swing in January. Um, then I'm going to have a plan for how I'm going to actually have some classes throughout the year. That would be my time framed. The second, uh, the next one is inspiring. So the I from sticky is inspiring. So I want my goals to inspire me. I want them to mean that I'm living my best life, that I'm moving forward and actually having fun and I'm excited about where I'm going. So inspiring is really important. The C in sticky is for challenging. So I think if we think that all of our goals are really easily attainable, um, it's, a, it, it's really kind of, I guess, not that inspiring to move forward on that goal. I'll give you, for instance, I've got a slide that I pulled up, which is um, a picture of a little um, beautiful desert island in a blue, blue sea. And one of my big dreams, like this is way down the track, like years from now, I kind of did this dream thing and went, wouldn't it be amazing if I owned my own little island? Now, if I was taking the SMART goal approach, I would go, is that attainable? No. So I'd probably discount that goal completely. Yeah. If I take the sticky goal approach, um, it's challenging for sure. Is it inspiring? Absolutely. And what it means for me is that I could maybe, maybe I can't own my whole island myself, but maybe that's a space that I hang out in often. And maybe my adventures and my holidays, I plan to be on a little island somewhere. So we can see that we can create goals and bring that to life for ourselves. And you never know if my business takes off and goes amazingly, well, maybe I will one day have my own island. Who knows? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the, the last two parts of the sticky goals I wanted to mention, which are a little, little different, and again, taking it outside of just that very business-focused goals, is the K in sticky is for kintsugi, which I'm not sure if you guys have heard of kintsugi. It's the Japanese art where, where something is broken and they mend it with gold. So they bring it back together. They create wholeness again. And one of the things that um, I've been kind of researching and digging into is that kintsugi wellness is, is about actually nourishing us. So if we're going to set goals, I'd love to think that our goals are going to nourish us nourish us that's hard to say <laughs> and help us to feel connected to our lives and that we really want to be part of this whole vision that we're setting and the last one is is the why which is about yearning i'm yearning for this so it needs to be a goal that we really feel oh that would just be so amazing if i had that in my life so you can see the difference between smart goals which are very focused around just doing versus sticky goals, which are much more around this creating a really amazing future that we want to go after. Does that kind of connect yeah. for you, Hayley? Yeah. And I think to maybe um, the sticky goals, you know, it doesn't, it's, it, yes, it's specific, mm -hmm. but it allows for other things along the way before you get to that big end goal. So, you know, as you said, owning the island, it mightn't exactly be that, but it might be 
a place, a bit of land on the beach, or it might be like something yeah. else that's close to it, but it's not actually it. But um, yeah, that's what I, that's how I can think of it too is, because yeah. we all have these big grand plans and then we get really disappointed if we can't achieve them. But we have to think about the little steps along the way that it's kind of it already. Exactly right. So that, that flex and flow, I think through everything in life, we need to have this approach where, you know, we can sometimes, and this was very much me in my corporate life, um, you know, that very focused, specific, I've got to achieve just that. I've got to go after this in this particular form. And life's not like that, you know. We have to flex and flow and find ways to, I guess, get around the rocks in the stream and really find our way through to places that still are kind of in flow with our dream and goal, but there might be a slightly different interpretation of that. And it's good to have that in our minds as we go into this goal setting process. Yeah, absolutely. So how often do you think we need to be setting goals? So for me personally, what I find, I mean, there are new goals that are going to come into you during the year. Um, I tend to have a process where I start the, I kind of get into December mode. December is that kind of, I guess, run down to Christmas where everyone's thinking about having a bit of a break. And I use that time to reflect and review on the year that's been. That's my first step in the process. That review and reset is kind of a, a time to just kind of go, look at all the successes, all the things I've achieved during my year. Um, and then think about what did I learn from that? What are the lessons I've learned during the year? What, what, what's come to fruition? What am I really grateful for? Um, and what might I want to take forward into the year ahead? So that December timeframe is really important for me to set up my big goals for the year. And then January is kind of that, yeah, I'm really embedding those goals and te pressure testing them. Are they definitely the ones I want to go after? And then during the, the year, I, I have some routines and rituals that are, I, I work to. So every month I kind of set up for the month. This might sound very structured, but trust me, it, it flows really beautifully, is that I kind of have some goals for the month. I know what I'm working on, which parts of those goals and what I want to achieve in the month and at the end of the month I can just again review what have I achieved what have I um, been grateful for during the month what have I learned and and as we go through that process we start to build momentum um, and this goes down to a much smaller cycle or flow and routine on a weekly basis and a daily basis because each of those time frames helps us just to stay on track and having our vision board right there in front of us. So I'm, I'm standing at my computer at the moment with my vision board right in front of me on the wall above my computer. Um, when we're really in there and we're living our best life and we're already connecting to those goals and dreams so clearly, it helps us to stay on track. And it helps us to be a little bit more ruthless too around saying, you know what? I could be working on that today, but I'm not because that's going to take me off track from where I really want to be. So it can pull us back in and keep us really focusing on the end game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because I was that was like leading into my next question too, is where should we be putting our goals? Where should we be putting our vision boards? Like, is there a, like how, is there a reason behind you putting it in front of your computer or um, 
I know that you often, you might have one in your bedroom. Is that right? Because you wake up and you see it. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a lot of um, people that do that. A lot of the people that teach uh, vision boarding put their vision boards in their bedroom so that you wake up to it first thing every morning. Um, I have my one year one in there at the moment in my bedroom. um, And I have my kind of more uh, three year visioning board in my office right now and I'm just playing with those concepts so I think this the one thing Hayley that I would really encourage everybody to do is to play with this stuff because it's not a one-size-fits-all you'll find that some people I've seen a lot of vision boards where people are just putting lots of images on others will be full of words it really depends on what, what resonates for you what is going to inspire you and connect you to your vision Um, One other area that I found works really well for me personally is you can have a bit of a scattergun approach and just kind of throw images up on your board. But I like to kind of chunk mine down and actually create zones on the board so that it kind of resonates and connects to each goal individually. So I've got kind of a work section. I've got a family and relationship section. Um, And it's just a zone on the board, you know, it's not all kind of strict lines and grids. It's about flow for me very much. Um, But pick colours. If you're if you're a very visual learner um, or a kinesthetic learner, use colours and textures and shapes and 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 really kind of connect to every single part of that vision board. So if you, you see an image and it doesn't, I guess, a little bit like Marie Kondo, you know, if it doesn't bring you joy, then maybe it shouldn't be there. If it doesn't really inspire you and connect you to your goals and your dreams, then leave it off um, and keep looking, keep searching for the right words and the right images to help you really vision it. So I think your yeah, vision board location is key, being able to see your vision boards every day. I spend, you know, I'm, I've got time in my bedroom when I'm sleeping and when I wake up, and then I've got a lot of time in my office zone. So I want those boards near me. I want to be able to connect to them. Um, one other thing I would just mention about the vision boards is that they, for me, it's not just a set, set of pictures I stick on the wall and I look at it every day, but I don't touch it. I actually go back and reconnect with this during the year. So if I see new images, things that come up for me three months, six months down the track, I'll still put them on the vision board. And I will edit the board if I find there are things that are not resonating or things have changed. You know, COVID year has been crazy. There's been a lot that has changed on my board. I will update that as I go. So make sure that you feel it's yours, you know. This is really you on this board. So live it, breathe it, play with it, have fun with it. It's it's really important to do that. The other thing I do is I do write a list of my goals um, and I have just a notebook that I write those in, but I also transfer them into my diary. And in terms of sticky goals, I actually have a little sticky post-it note that I stick in the front of my diary, which has my goals literally on a post-it note. And that can be just a couple of words that remind you. So if you're traveling and you can't take your vision board with you everywhere, um, just take take that those notes with you. Ensure that you're coming back to your goals regularly, that you're feeling that you're connected to that vision and dream. That would be kind of some of the tips I would offer. The other thing that you can do, which is a great one, is take photos of your vision board and put it up as your wallpaper on your mobile phone or on your iPad because then it is with you wherever you go and you can keep connected to that. Does that help, Hayley? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to add that too. I was going to say you can make digital um, vision boards as well. So like use Pinterest and you can have a Pinterest board or um, 
yeah, take photos of your physical one and pop it on um, the screensaver of your phone or even the screensaver of your computer because, you know, you want to be constantly looking at it. And I couldn't agree more in regards to your visions change. And, you know, over the year, you may have things that change really quickly and then, you know, and, and you, you get a get that goal smashed before, you know, March. And, you know, we can add that out. We can take that out and add something bigger or something that's more in alignment with you. And sometimes I'm guilty of it. Sometimes we think we want a certain thing, but once we've actually achieved that, it mightn't be as golden rosy as we actually thought. So you know, those little things can change along the way. So, you know, you might want to see so many patients a week or you might want to um, do so many things or whatever it is that when you actually are in that moment, you may realise, oh, that's too much or that's not enough or, you know, you can kind of always grow and change it along the way. So don't think that this is what you're putting on your vision board or what goals you're setting are your goals for 12 months. And once they're done, they're done. Or, you know, you can tweak and change them along the way. And I, and I absolutely agree, Hayley. That is one of the key things is to know where you're heading. Um, there's there's a couple of other little things I'd throw in that are really useful. If anyone's heard of Vishen um, Lakiani, he, he's the guy that started Mind Valley. Um, he does, um, you can get it on YouTube, free video. It's a six, a six phase meditation and it helps you to vision your life three years from now. And he talks about the fact that in three years, in, in a year, we often underestimate what we can do. Uh, sorry, the other way around. So in three years, we underestimate what we can do. In, in a year, we overestimate what we can do. So it's really a good idea to, to vision three years ahead and then break it down to what am I going to achieve towards that vision this year? Uh, and that might change. But if we have that longer term vision in mind, if things are going off track or we've achieved those goals that you've already set and we've got the next phase coming, we know how to keep that flow going and we don't just kind of become static again. I think that's the key for me in all of this is just finding that if you can stay connected to your goals and your dreams, and I would keep using that word dreams because it's not just about doing stuff. It's about really living our best life. So if we can keep that vision really alive and well in our minds and visually in front of us every day, um, it becomes so much easier to achieve it. And you'll find, you know, there's a lot of talk about manifestation, that kind of stuff, but it's really about where we put our energy. That's what comes to fruition. That's where, you know, if our, and they say attention, where our attention flows, energy goes. That's what we make happen. That's what we make real. So really focusing in on that is important. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so I guess goal setting and vision boarding all comes kind of hand in hand. And it's not just about, you know, the pretty pictures on your vision board that are going to equal the goals. They can kind of be a little bit different and, and they can look different, um, can't they? Uh, tell me more, Haley. what do you mean? Yeah, so like, you know, I guess the vision board is um, very much you know, they can be different kind of, you know, specific, the vision board can be a bit broader and, um, you know, more imaginative uh, where yeah. I think the, you know, your goals can be maybe a bit more specific. Is that, is that right? Yeah. I mean, I, 
I guess where I come from with my three year versus one year view is that your, your three year view might be much more visionary and not yeah, so okay, fun, yes. Whereas your one year view will be much more about, okay, so what am I going to do towards that vision this year? So you can be much more specific around your goal setting and your planning around that um, and spending time planning towards your vision. You'll be amazed at how exciting that is. So it doesn't feel then like a chore, just like, a you know, I've got to create a project plan for this. It becomes really engaging and exciting for you. Um, and while some of our goals might be challenging, you'll find that you just have this yearning to make it happen. Yeah. So it can work. That inspired, expi inspiredness. Yeah. Yes. So I know that we, we've talked a lot about there's a real difference between actions and inspired actions. Um, and inspired actions is just key. It's, it's what is going to take me towards my dream rather than just get my to-do list done. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is there any like science behind goal setting or vision boards? And yeah, I guess I can't find the right word for it, but um, manifestation, that's what I was looking for. Is there any okay. science behind this? Because I guess, you know, vision boarding and goal setting is kind of a bit like, you know, the woo-woo term of um, manifestation. But yeah. what, is there any science behind it? There is, absolutely. There's a lot of brain chemistry and physiology behind this. Um, when we have our brains attuned to our vision and our dreams um, and we start to do our goal setting, you'll find that it becomes easier and easier to make this stuff happen. So down to the very simple level of, you know, having a, having a list. So I'm really big, I love lists um, and I encourage everybody to create lists. But the simple action of ticking things off your to-do list every day, it releases dopamine hits into your brain. It's the feel-good hormones. It actually makes us feel good to do stuff, to get stuff done. And by even just ticking off the simplest little things, those little dopamine hits become addictive. So it becomes yeah. easier and easier to achieve our dreams. So it's... It, I guess for me, I love, I'm, my background is science too. I have a biological sciences degree, was my first degree. Um, so it, it, for me, I love the science aspect. And the manifestation really for me is about really envisaging this dream so clearly that it cannot possibly not come true. So making that happen is, is, is kind of key there. And creating that right physiology. I'm glad that you started this discussion around the science behind it because I think the other thing that I've learned very strongly in my life is the importance of making sure that we are taking care of ourselves. So self-care through all of this process, if, if we are not fundamentally taking good care of our, our body and our mind, um, physiology is so key here. Um, and I, don't, I know I probably don't need to preach to you guys as naturopaths and, and making sure that you guys do the right thing, but we often put our self-care last. Yet if we put it first, if we make sure we are setting up for a beautiful, energised day, um, we will be able to achieve those goals and dreams so much more easily. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to bring in that aspect as well because, you know, I think we can often think that maybe vision boarding is a little bit woo-woo when, you know, we've got different people listening who are obviously in that science but our space as well and want evidence behind it to be able to, you know, push forward. Um, but I, I can agree. And, and I think there's people probably listening who would um, add some things to their to-do list that they may have already just done if they're rewriting a to-do list just so yeah. they can tick it off because it feels good to have something ticked off before they start. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, you know, some of those to-dos might be 
self-care actually yeah. adding to the list there's there's a very important ritual that I, I teach in my programs which is around a morning ritual um, the simple things like even having a shower standing under the water feeling the water flow over your body connecting to your body that kind of stuff can be such a way an inspiring way to start the day we just we just need simple self-care rituals to help us connect with our bodies and our minds and focus in on what are the things I'm going to do today that will take me towards my goals and my dreams. Even five or 10 minutes first thing in the morning, doing some really simple planning will really help you to then achieve those goals. So it's not just about self-care for the sake of just making sure I'm okay, but it will help you be more productive. It will help you to find flow. So it's, it's kind of a fundamental basic to the whole philosophy that I have around the visioning and dreaming. It, it's, I guess for me, it doesn't feel woo-woo at all, really. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, for sure. And I think once you get in a routine, it forms into a habit and, uh, you know, all this stuff becomes a lot more, uh, a lot easier. Yeah, absolutely right. So um, this podcast, although we're recording in um, 2020, this is actually going to be launching in 2021 in January. Um, mm -hmm. And you've got an Ocean Flow program coming up. What is with, what's the program about? What's included? Yeah, what's, what's happening with that? Oh, thanks for asking, Hayley. Yep, so my program is launching in January. It's going to help. Uh, it's going to be a six-week program that helps everyone to create their, their life map, their vision board, their dream um, future. Uh, it helps to then set goals and actually help with project planning and setting up a strategy for achieving those goals. Um, once we've done that, we go into creating the routines and rituals to make the magic, to actually make it happen. Uh, and we go through some review and reflect cycles in order to ensure that those goals and dreams are kind of they're the right ones. We, we pressure test them. And then we work on processes and getting into that habit of helping to move towards those dreams and goals with flow. Um, towards the end of the program, we talk about the importance of celebrating and, and growing um, and really living that dream. So, yeah, it's my, my passion and my, my desire is to really help people to, to live their best lives and, and vision that future. So, yeah, Ocean Flow will kick off in January with that kind of, um, yeah, that vision. Perfect. We'll pop some information about it in the show notes. But I guess from my interpretation of that, I guess you've shared some um, beautiful knowledge in regards to the setting the goals and the vision boarding today. But the Ocean Flow program is going to go even deeper into that um, productivity ninja kind of stuff of how can we um, be productive and how we can make sure that we're getting those goals achieved and scheduling them into our life. Is that, is that kind of right? Absolutely. So it's about yep. the, the kind of visioning and then helping people to, to actually create that movement in their dreams and vision. So moving forward and getting things done, but with flow. So yeah, yep, it's beautiful. kind of a new way to, to think about it. Yeah. It's such a lovely way to think about it too. I think that, hustling and the hustle mentality is slowly slowly going I hope anyway um and the flow is coming into being what we want to be doing is yeah working in an area where we have flow where we can look after ourselves manage our health manage your business whatever it could be but flow is really taking off I think rather than it being all about 
the hustle. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we for, for so many years have been focused on this very um, masculine approach to business, the, the, yeah. the setting um, goals that we have to achieve in order to make the money. Um, and I think that for a lot of us, and particularly a lot of women on, entrepreneurs, we're really now finding that that's not the way that we want to do business. We want to have a lot more connection to community. We want to make sure that we are um, achieving our vision without the burnout, without the fatigue. So, yeah, it's really important to have that balance. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you so much, Julie, for jumping on today and recording this with me. The knowledge you shared is outstanding and I really think what um, you've given our listeners is a starting point to be able to set goals for 2021 and create a vision board um, that's that's them and that's unique and that's going to be in alignment for them. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Hayley. Um, and I'll send through a few little handouts and things that you guys can um, pass on if, if there's anybody that would like to um, have a go at some of those techniques I've mentioned today. Perfect. That sounds excellent. I'll pop up a blog post with all of them as well so we can um, make sure that you're getting all the tools to be able to start 2021 on the right foot. Lovely. That's it for another episode of the Rural Wellness Podcast. I hope you all have an amazing week until the next podcast drops. But in the meantime, if you have any health-related goals that you need extra support with in 2021, make sure you reach out. I am currently taking on new patients and can't wait to help the rural community um, smash their health goals for 2021. You can head to www.theruralnaturopath.com forward slash appointments to book your appointment today. We'll catch you on the next podcast. <laughs>